0: ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through Behind the Grind. Let's go. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Shuler, and as always, I'm so glad that you've decided to tap in and to tune in to another conversation that we're providing here On behind the grind. You know, we say it every week. It is our goal to bring you a real conversation from real people, right? Like you and I, that are about their grind. And so this week, I'm excited to share a conversation uh, that I had recently uh, with a CEO, founder of a fascinating, fascinating, yes, I'm using that word, fascinating. Uh, network, a community that she has uh, developed and put together called Black Christian Influencers. It's a network that you truly want to be plugged into. I'm going to give a plug right now. That's a network you really want to be a part of. Uh, I see, I hear, and I know that individuals are uh, connecting in this group. They are uh, sharpening iron and sharpening iron. People are uh, networking, relationships are being built Uh, So many things are going on. People are learning how to build and structure their business. All kinds of things are being done on this platform. It's really like an educational platform within it, as as well as a community to connect with other uh, like-minded individuals. So if you have an opportunity, if you get a chance, maybe while you're listening to this podcast, uh, yeah, just flip over there to uh, Black Christian Influencers, uh, whether you're checking it out on the IG, Facebook, or the website. Go ahead and check it out, and matter of fact, go ahead and join. I promise you, you will not be disappointed yet in the things that are a part of that community and the network that you can build right within uh, the BCI group. Now, with that being said, yes, this conversation is a conversation you definitely want to tune into and listen. Uh, This is uh, a conversation that I was fascinated to hear about the story and the testimony, and this is the type of conversations we like to have here on Behind the Grind. What really was going on prior to building something special? And as you have been rocking with us for a little while, we're right in the middle of this series where we're talking to CEOs, entrepreneurs, influencers that are building brands or are part of brands. And so this particular brand, I want you to get an idea of how this brand got started. Matter of fact, he calls her to build this network, and we're going to share that story with you right now. So without further ado, let's get into this conversation with Jackie Holbrook, also known as Jackie the Educator Here on Behind the Grind. Yes, let's get it. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Shuler, and I'm so excited again to bring you another fascinating conversation. And look here, I'm excited about the guests that I have in the behind the grind seat today. Uh, let me just give you a little bit of information about the individual that we have. Uh, this individual uh, has such a heart for ministering, especially to those who are striving to create change in their communities. She is known for bringing such a fresh method to ministry, which has resulted in her creating a platform uh, for black Christian influencers. Uh, she holds a master's degree in counseling and college student development with a bachelor's degree in business and marketing. Uh, Oh, did I mention she's also a CEO and founder of the now famous Black Christian Influencers. Such an awesome network. If you haven't heard about it, you're gonna hear a lot about that today. So this episode today is for anybody that is looking to start a business, start a ministry, start a movement, start anything. Uh, The individual we have in the seat is gonna tell us how she went about building uh, the platform she has today. So, without further ado, let me introduce you to my guest, Jackie Horbrook. Welcome, also known as Jackie the Educator. Welcome to yeah, Behind oh, the hi, Grind.
1: Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Always excited to have a conversation.
0: <laughs> yes. So, you know, we just shouted you out a little bit about, you know, some of the things that that is on your resume per se. You know, all of these fascinating degrees. But uh, we want to talk a little bit today, first and foremost, uh, about this 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 platform you built. But before we do that, I guess let's talk a little bit about how you get started into developing such a dynamic uh, community group that you've you've developed.
1: Yeah, it was honestly by accident, and that's the the funniest part about it. <laughs> I was just <laughs> doing something that I thought was needed and with that came uh, something that I believe that now sustains me and helps so many other people as well. Uh, my story basically started as a educator. I worked at a university full-time, and it was my my thing that I thought I was going to do for the rest of my life. I spent enough money on schooling, you know, went yeah. to school, got all this, the, the degrees needed, and I was there, and I believed that that was what I was going to do, but then you know, things happened and, you know, God pretty much had me go through some things outside of work that pretty much changed my perspective. Mm. Um, I had a divorce, um, but the divorce was caused by a illness. My, my ex-husband had severe PTSD and okay. it caused for our environment to be very unstable, unsafe, mm. and I had to make a life change um, that I never thought I would have to make. And when I did it though, I knew it was God because he had everything lined up for me after that. Um He had the place for me to go. You know, I didn't have to take anything. I was able to leave him with a home and just lit- literally pack up all my stuff and uproot and start over. And God provided every single thing I needed. Um But from that point on, I told God, I was like, I'll lead and go wherever you want me to. I'm, I'm yeah. yours. And so I, I did that. And everything that I did after that was because of him. And so... Uh, A part of my journey led me to help my father rebuild a um, church after it had a fire. And during that time, uh, he needed some more things to happen because he wanted it to have a bigger vision. And so I was like, well, why don't we build a counseling center? And so I helped him create that um, blueprint for us to build a counseling initiative. And, you know, while we were building from the ground up, You know, I had a lot of free time because I was doing that full time and waiting for contractors in between, like, visits and, you know, sitting around doing a lot of waiting and talking. I created BCI. I was like, you know what? While I'm waiting, (laughs) let me just do something. And I created this platform, started bringing people together. And as I started bringing them together, it started to snowball so quickly where I'm like, wow, Mm. I'm not even trying and people are just organically connecting and looking forward to being a part of this space. And so yeah. I, I pretty much saw then that it was something bigger and yeah. pretty much started to listen, took surveys. And next thing I know, I was like, wait a minute, this is a whole like business here. Wow. <laughs> and wow. sure enough, it was. And God made it into what it is today. So, you know, things that I, I started to do in my pastime now has become my full time ministry. Um, and, you know, God is against just blessing it bigger than I could have imagined
0: man and it yeah it's it's dope it's, it's such a, a great community that you've developed and uh such exciting uh, just to see you you grow throughout it and see how you've built it and and so forth so uh so my question let me kind of go back a little bit uh you had mentioned earlier about how you were in education what specifically were you doing in education at the time
1: yeah, so I was the director of diversity uh, at a Christian university, um, predominantly white, and so my job was to pretty much create some safe spaces for minorities so that they can okay. feel like they can flourish, they can feel like they can be successful and have um, a tribe of family that will support them. And so, you know, basically that creation of that safe space was a center I made. I taught there at the university. Um, I was able to create a lot of programs that were very unique. Um, It was a great time of, you know, doing some important work. And I I believe that it prepared me for even what I do today.
0: Oh, definitely. It sounds like, you know, you you definitely built some transferable skills to your business. And again, I know you weren't planning to do that, but uh, wherever God has planted you now, it looks like you're able to actually pull all of those uh, uh, transferable skills that you, you gain working at the university. I mean, that's that's probably the best place to really learn is on a university's campus with so many people with so many skills and so much talent. Uh, you actually learn from them in, in some cases. I'm assuming does that does that seem to happen?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I always learn from other people, and I feel like that's the the main benefit of being an educator is that I'm never a person who's just I've arrived you know I've always been someone who likes to listen and learn and from my students from people around me it's always something that I do because again like I said nobody knows everything
0: <laughs> right all right so let, let's go a little bit back uh to uh you had mentioned if you don't mind me going here but you had mentioned that you had a, a divorce right so there was a, a something life happened a moment in your life um and obviously i'm sure bci was not in in your forefront it was not something you were looking to do uh walk us if you don't mind if you could take us a little bit through that experience Uh, obviously you probably went from being married to single and then building a a, you know going back to this building of a a program tell us a little bit about that experience
1: yeah i mean it was still like for me very hard Uh, it's easy to talk about it now because I'm out of it but while I was in it I struggled you know I went through severe depression just because you know I had to deal with the fact that I didn't know where I was going when I got married I thought that that was it for me I was pretty much a a homemaker I loved being a homemaker I loved taking care of my daughter full-time You know, I was working, but I was mainly just doing it as a pastime because he was the main provider. You know, I went to school as a pastime. I went to school and got my master's degree and, you know, was doing all of that stuff while we were kind of just, you know, being a a happy family. And God pretty much told me like, yeah, that's that's not all I have for you. You know, so (laughs) I started to really get some unction from God while we were married that I needed to do more, especially with ministry. And I felt the tug. Um, The other story behind it is that my ex-husband decided he was going to be an atheist during our marriage. Um, Before that... Yeah, so before that, he was a Christian, his his uncle was a, pa- a bishop, and, you know, for me, I just knew that we were going to be in the church, but, you know, he decided later on that he was going to be an atheist, and for me, that really was um, a complicated position because I wasn't, sure. <laughs> and sure. I really wanted God to be in my life and in my children's sure. life, and so I started to ask God questions like, what do you want me to do? How should I proceed? I don't want my house to be divided. But, you know, I also want to know you like I I don't want to have to, you know, like put you to the back burner. And so I ended up going to church by myself. I started just seeking God more for myself all the way to the point where I decided I wanted to go to seminary school while we were married. And he was an atheist because he had so many (laughs) questions. And I'm like, I want to, like, be able to, you know, serve questions, like, (laughs) when he asked. And so, um, but at that point, I believe God didn't want me to go to seminary school, but he wanted me to choose him over you know, the other option of not being, you know, connected to God. And so I chose that. And then literally immediately after I announced it to my husband that, hey, I, I'm going to seminary school, the severe PTSD took like an even drastic turn and it started to make him have psychosis and delusions. Um, we were in and out of the, the hospital for a period of time with him. And it just got so bad to the point where it was the safety of my children involved. And that was the one thing that I told God I I would ever leave a marriage for if my safety was in danger nothing else <laughs> I would have stuck by and been in that place for whatever and so God literally took the one thing and was like okay Jackie if that's what you need you know if he won't come to me then he's gonna have to deal with the consequences and so you know God literally did exactly what you know needed to be done and next thing you know I'm like at this place like okay God well you did it now what <laughs> You know, wow. whatever you want, because my plan that I have for my life is completely kaput. So, wow. you know, let me just do whatever you want. And I've been following its leading ever since.
0: Wow. I, I, and, it, you know, I appreciate you uh, sharing that. I mean, and that's definitely, should. you know, that's a hard story to share, I'm sure. But I know it's so many people that may be listening, may can relate in some shape or form to, to stories like that. Again, you started a marriage uh, under the same, you know, Thought that you know you guys would be going down the same path, and then the, you know obviously this happened, and and yeah that can be a conflict, and there's some decisions that you have to make, and um, you know we thank God that God brought you through that, and has brought you to this place here. Um, but all through that, it's amazing because you know I'm listening to the story, and I'm listening to all the little pieces, and how God just like directed you on the path. You know a lot of times when we talk to entrepreneurs, they have like this straight vision. This is what I was gonna do, and I was gonna set this up and do it X, Y, and Z. But you're giving us a way of how just being obedient to God and just kind of flowing, but still not changing who you are, not changing what God has provided you, not getting rid of this experience of going to school. All of this is still coming together to, to create who you are today, which is amazing. That that that's a, that's an amazing story. Now, just kind of listening to you a little bit, it sounds like you have ministry in you, right? So you said you were going to seminary school, going to be a preacher, all of this kind of stuff. But I'm noticing, you know, God is giving you this platform that you you minister, of course, but it's not like our traditional way. So talk to us about that and how you walk down this path and not do that traditional, and I'm not saying that you don't do that type of ministry, but what we see today, Jackie the Educator, is ministering in such a different dynamic. Talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, so honestly, I believe that the fact that I don't have a blueprint for it is what's best. At one point, I was frustrated because I thought I needed it, you know. But the fact that I went to seminary school, and it was a different reason than what other people was going for. And so I started to fill out my application, not because I wanted to be a preacher, but because I wanted to know the word better so that I can hopefully win him to Christ. Like, I need wow. to know this word. Like, that's why I was going to seminary that's school. The main <laughs> That was it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I need to know this word so that I can be yeah. able to, like, say boom, 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 that, 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 you know, and, and hopefully, you know, help win him to Christ. And God knew my heart was in the right place. And I knew that, yes. you know, that was honestly why he probably chose me, was because it's like, she's not, <laughs> <laughs> she, she not even trying to be seen. Look at her, she's not even trying to be seen. She's just trying to, you know, win a debate. Like, <laughs> and so to, that. Yeah,
0: we're at home, right.
1: Effectiveness was my goal. And so that will, again, play throughout my life, I believe, is that God knew that I wasn't going to know him just to be seen or just to be a preacher. I was going to know him so that I could be effective in ministry. And so that's what I do now with even Jackie the educator. Jackie, I'm an ordained minister, but you'll never hear me saying that. You know, I don't have very many sermons out there of me in front of a pulpit, although I do do that. You know, my primary yeah. function is to be effective. I don't want yeah. to just be somebody who's on a pulpit because right now not many pulpits are open. Right. <laughs> and the right. cool thing about it is that, you know, I believe I used to post this quote, quote that, um, uh, Noah, um, about Noah, right. And he had like, you know, this, this unction to be prepared for something that wasn't seen yet. And wow. so about yeah. when I first started BCI about two years ago, um people were looking at me like I was crazy because it's like, why is she so focused on this social media thing? Like, she got a master's and again, degree. Look,
0: looking at your master's degree, right? You got a master's degree, you're doing
1: she it. She's too in smart the for that. <laughs> that's for those people who, you know, they ain't got nothing to do. They just, you know, got pastime. Like, that's not for you, Jackie. That's what I was told by educators, told home, preachers. Like, Jackie, you you're not in the right space right now. You wasting your life. And then, you know, this this is where God told me to be. And so I was pretty much, you know, ostracized from the academic community because they didn't take me seriously, right? And so they were like, she just trying to be seen. She not even a real educator. She just, you know, like in academia, they're very like sometimes snobby and, you know, (laughs) condescending. And so, you know, fast forward to now where God has pretty much placed everything virtually That needs to be done. I have those same people that put their nose up at me coming back to me and asking me for help on how they can have a social presence and build a social platform, you know, because they want to be effective with their students and with their businesses. And, you know, pretty much that that's how God has set it up, you know, where he sometimes will make you look like you're losing or make it look like you're less than but then he's honestly thinking about the future to now where we're in a pandemic and everybody has to do what you're doing and you're two steps ahead, you know. And so that's kind of like how it's been. And I've just been like, sure, come on, you know, I'm, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) let's do it. Let's help, you know, because that's where we're at. Effectiveness is what's important. And everyone sees now that social media, the virtual world is where it's at.
0: You, you know, what's so wonderful, and even just talking to you today, it just sounds like you have a spirit about you of, hey, I'm just here to help. I'm here to support. I'm here to make people win and, or and, and help them win. And uh, even just, you know, going back to the black Christian influencer, if you think about this, this whole concept, it's not about you. Right. You've created a platform for other people like you've created this whole platform with the premise of let me help other people connect and, 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 and network and do all of these different things. It wasn't about you being the center of attention, but ultimately it still puts back to you because everybody's trying to get behind this, like who's doing this? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> who's doing all of this great stuff? So with with the community yeah so so let's talk about that with the community um obviously we're, we're talking black christian influencers and so again these aren't preachers these aren't sing. i mean there are some preachers there are they some are? singers oh, yeah, but you right. are you are attracting tell us about who you're attracting in in this
1: group you know i'm tra- tra- attracting the non-traditional um person who loves god and never thought that what they did was ministry And that for me is honestly who I was. I never thought that what I did as an educator was ministry. But I realized later on, like, wait a minute, I would be praying with students in my office sometimes. I would be going to their homes when they were talking about suicide, walking them through, holding their hands, you know, making sure they had the clothes, the money that they needed to like, honestly, I was ministering. And I realized that, wait a minute, there are probably a lot of other people who are professionals and non-traditionally doing ministry, and they don't even acknowledge it or, or understand how it is that... And so that's what we have in our organization. We have doctors, we have attorneys, we have entrepreneurs, we have um, you know, coaches and you know, people who are fitness professionals. Obviously, we still have ministers and speakers, but sure. the majority is people who are non-traditional and you know, they share their faith through their work and they use social media to also show those um, pieces as well. And it's honestly a ministry tool. Whenever you're showing how excellent God has been in your life, um it's honestly a way for people to realize like man that that is not them that's something bigger that's something else and so that's what i do that's who i work with you know and it's so wow. so fulfilling for me because it's never never the same day <laughs> i never right. talk to the same type of person
0: Well, let's let's talk about that so that, you know, that's, you know, it's a network for everyone. But I also noticed you've reached out to, you know, some some well-known influencers in probably the the black Christian realm as well. How did that come about? Do you were you always just just knew all of these people or how did you come about in connecting to even, you know, these well-known influencers?
1: I, you know, your guess is as good as mine. (laughs) I didn't know nobody. Like, honestly, the crazy part is, is that most of the people that others have learned to reverence and hold to high esteem, I didn't even know who they were, you know? And Uh, so when I reached out to them, I reached out to them without knowing who they were and just told them, just like I told everybody else about the vision of what I was creating. I sent them that same speech literally and they they grabbed on to it they believed in it you know and they supported me and later on i realized like oh wait a minute so and so that they were a big deal like hold on eric mason like that's a real big deal you know like (laughs) the people you're connecting with were big deals like these people um and again because i was in my own little bubble of an educator i had no idea and that's honestly like something i questioned god about it first because i'm like god I'm probably insulting these people because I'm asking like, yeah. And so what do you do? Like, (laughs) they like, and you know what? I think it was refreshing though, because what I found out is that a lot of people just knew them and they would Mm -hmm. come to them for that. And so the fact that Mm -hmm. I would come to them based off of something unrelated or like, you know what? I saw a post that you made and it was just so inspiring. And I just wanted to know more about you. They like, that's all, that's all you knew me from, you know, like, <laughs> and now we're wow. in this place now where I know who they are, you know, I've been able to yes. to learn about them, but again, just from a person who didn't though, and that now has created friendship bonds where I don't hold them on a pedestal, they're my sure. friends, you know, I can call yeah. some of these people up, they call me, they connect, and, you know, it's no type of, um, relationship where they feel like I'm a fan. You know, it's like I came from nowhere, but I'm still an equal because I didn't put them on a pedestal when I met them.
0: That's so awesome. I mean, just just listening to this whole story, just, you just being obedient and just, (laughs) just following the lead and just, you know, without this whole idea of trying to make it, you know, and sometimes when we talk about in this world of grind and hustle and all that kind of stuff, sometimes we're trying to make it and, and all of that stuff. And sometimes you find your blessings by just just going out and being obedient and serving others and just, you know, looking to help other people. And a lot of times you find that doors really open up more so that way. So with that being said, let's even within your network, have you found that it has helped um, individuals, uh, you know, maybe with what they're trying to do, jobs, even marriages. I mean, what what has happened through this Christian network since you've created it? Yeah,
1: (laughs) we've had some cool things. I believe we've seen some partnerships, like some long lasting business partnerships obviously people collaborate they bring each other to each other's events you know i love seeing that for me it's like wow you guys are getting it you know because collaboration is one of the main components of how people in the world grow you know they use their partnerships and that's something that i felt like the believers we weren't doing and so the collaborative efforts that i've tried to push people to was my way of showing them like maybe if they at least see how one collaboration can help they'll begin to partner more and it's happened organically um you know we have fashion designers and you know specialists who are working with social media and graphic design and they've been used by each other you know like i had a great person when i first started bci it was so encouraging um jeremy Frierson, he's an amazing um designer and fashion um guru pretty much and so he was just up and coming. He's on a lot of our BCI posters and stuff because I knew, I was like, I have like this this um, gift where I can see oh, yeah. things in people yeah. before yeah. it's like actually like developed. And so I was like, oh, it's something there, you know? And he <laughs> actually was in a group that I had um, for BCI. I used to start these pods and the IG groups and some people that I knew needed to be connected, I would put them in the same group just so that I can yeah. like, God, I'm gonna put them together and now you do the work and let it happen, right? And so <laughs> I put him in a, in a group with another um, person who I really admire, Anthony O'Neil. And I just knew like, you know what? Anthony O'Neil really is like, you know, growing and yeah. he's expanding and, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if they worked together? You know, and sure enough, just putting him in that group, a few months later, Jeremy was telling like, yeah, you know, after that group, I was able to now become his personal stylist. And so he flies me out to, you know, wherever he's going. And I'm at the shoots and I'm like, you know, like, it's just crazy how God works. And I can't take credit for it because all I did was my little part. You know what I mean? But God has so many other like pieces in it moving. You know, the fact that he does that is just so amazing. And I can be a a part of that moving piece to get people together. It's just so fulfilling to me.
0: Man, you again the obedient heart, you can tell. Just being obedient, again, not looking so much for self, you're actually looking out for somebody else in in this endeavor. That that's totally an awesome story. Now, now let's be honest. You know, obviously I think you mentioned that you are full-time now doing this. So is yeah. there a bag involved with with,
1: with, with There's this? a bag, man. Like I didn't even know there was a bag. It was like I was doing the work and then I was like, "Hey, that's yours." That's yours. I'm like, "Me?" <laughs> Um, honestly, I didn't expect it. You know, I was creating a business model, but I knew I needed to be sustained financially in order to do it like it needed to be done. And so I created the membership portion of BCI again, not thinking that it would be like valuable or people would do it because they didn't know me. And sure enough, you know, God just kept adding on to it, you know. And next thing I know, I started out living in my parents' basement because it comes with sacrifice. You can't just up and get everything you want, you know. And so when I started BCI and decided to do it, I was in it full time, you know. (laughs) I had to take some (laughs) some things back, and so I went and lived in my parents' basement while I kind of, like, built it, and sure enough, you know, it started to recur income, and, you know, my parents doubted me for a while. They was like, "Mm, I don't know, Jackie, like, you got two degrees, babe. Maybe you should go on some interviews.
0: (laughs) You can use one of them degrees, right?
1: One of them. Like, maybe you should just go on some interviews, but I was so, like, I was literally tunnel-focused, because I'm like, This is the one thing that God has literally told me to do. You know, like it was like literally I knew this is what I was supposed to do. And every time I doubted it, he sent confirmation. And so, you know, it was just literally that tunnel vision that literally grew. And overnight the membership started to grow. And now it's like so many partnerships of people who want to collaborate with us. And, you know, God has really sustained it the way I needed it to. So, yeah, God is like it's limitless. I'm now making in two short years I'm making the same amount that I made as a director if not more probably more now as a director of a university (laughs) come on now like seriously without no degrees I'm like god you could have told me this a while ago I could have saved about you know 80k you know it's the journey
0: man it's the journey all of these pieces come together and and, and you know of course you may cut all out you said you have children too right I'm assuming.
1: yeah i have two beautiful girls so you're able to
0: go through this journey and lay out a format or a true blueprint now for your children if they choose to go a route like this or entrepreneurship or start anything so sometimes we have to go through the struggle but it it benefits someone else in, in in the in the on the end, right? So absolutely, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> wow. So well, this has been a great conversation. I hope you know you know m- most of our listeners have gained something out of it. I, I like I like the story and the aspect of it's just that you're just being obedient. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Um, And it really just even when you hit like what it would look like a brick wall, you know, whether it was in the marriage or whether it was, you know, in some other situation, you didn't let it stop you. You didn't give up. You didn't just say, well, this is it. This is all we have to do. You kept, I'm going to use the word grind. You just kept grinding your way out of it, you know, with the help of the Lord and faith and just being obedient and just made it happen. So, you know, kudos to you for 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 what you're doing and, and, and much respect for what you're doing for others. So. Good stuff.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it, man.
0: <laughs> so, well, before we get out of here, you know, I, I do want to just kind of give you a little fun question. You know, it's nothing deep. Just, you know, I just do these random questions. And so, in this case, if you had an opportunity uh, to, well, it's not really an opportunity, but what, who would you rock with? I think they had a versus before John P. Key or Marvin Sapp. Who you rock with? Oh, rocked, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't That's know. Hard.
1: That's hard. That's hard. Um, but I'm going to have to go with John P. Key. Um, I was a big okay. fan. Went to a few of his concerts. Only thing, because I was a PK, and so my, my dad let me go out to very few yeah. places. But we were able to go to the John P. Key concerts, and we'd be up. Show up. Boom, All up, right. All Show right. Up. Remember, he yeah. used to have y'all do that in the <laughs> right. awesome. I'm a awesome. fan.
0: That's awesome. Well, before we get out of here again, a lot of people may have heard of this uh, Black Christians Influencers. There may be some that have not. So how can they go about connecting? And I believe there's an app, right? There is an app too, There is
1: an app. There is an app that features all (laughs) of our members. So you ever looking for an influencer, go to that app. We have a variety. But if you want to become or learn more about us, we have an application. If you just go to our website, www.blackchristianinfluencers.com, and you'll be able to see all of the information, the application process, and just joining the community. It's such a great space, man. And we do one-on-one coaching for people. It's monthly things that we do for our members. A lot of cool stuff.
0: Wow. And then how can people follow you, Jackie, the educator? How can they go about that if they want (laughs) to?
1: Yeah, man, I'm just a, you know, a person behind the the, the business and I have Jackie, the educator platform where I share things to inspire people also have a website, Jackie, the that has some of my work as well. So connect with me there as well
0: awesome all right well you guys heard it here i know i know this uh, conversation was hot i know this conversation was really rich i know you know someone that this conversation would bless please share this conversation uh with that individual someone who you know may be struggling someone who may be thinking about purpose somebody who may have hit a brick wall this is the conversation they need to hear and so i definitely strongly encourage you to share that today so Without, uh, so we're going to get up out of here. Until the next time, this is Sharad and this is Behind the Grind. Uh... All right, fam, I know you know that conversation was phenomenal. It was fire. I truly hope you enjoyed it. Hope you will come back and listen again to more conversations here on Behind the Grind. If you're not a subscriber, go ahead and subscribe to Behind the Grind. I promise you these episodes that we have will not disappoint you. Also, if you could do us a huge favor, if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed uh, this conversation, go ahead and leave us a comment. Normally I don't do this. I This is against my nature but unfortunately in order for us to get and gain traction here on this program we need your uh, input. We need your comments. We need that five-star review. We need all of that on the podcast platform, specifically Apple. Please go ahead and drop that comment. Let us know how we're doing. We will greatly appreciate it. It'll help others find us here in this podcast space. Uh, We're African-American podcast is really out here doing this thing, and we would love for you to help us on this journey. All right, we'll see you next week here on Behind the Grind.